Alright Ian, welcome back guys. So today we have got the start of my new podcast that I'm going to be broadcasting every week. The podcast is called On The Hook and it's all about Dead by Daylight. So we're going to be discussing some of the hot topics, talk about perks, talk about things we like, things we don't like as well. We're going to be joined by special guests every week and today I'm excited to let you know we have got a couple of content creators and one of my viewers ready to discuss all things Dead by Daylight. So stay tuned, guys. Just before the podcast start, guys, I just want to let you know I have put timestamps directly on your screen now, so you should be able to see what time we discuss things. They will also be in the description below if you wanted to click on them, and also the description and the channel link for the content creators that have joined us today are in the description. So please show them some love. I really appreciate the work I've done. I haven't quite introduced them yet because I'm going to let them do that on the podcast. Feel free to go over and show your appreciation for taking the time out to give us their opinions on things. If you guys just want to introduce yourselves, that'd be amazing. Oh, Tattoo, you volunteered to go first. Oh, all right then. <laughs> um, I'm a Dead by Daylight content creator who mains Legion and Cheryl. I've been playing since December of 2018 at around the time of Darkness Among Us. Okay, thank you for that. Going in potato, do you want to go next? So I am also a YouTube content creator. I've been doing it since about February. Even though my name says Legion, I don't actually main Legion currently. Um, I main Trapper, and I play a lot of Nier when I play Survivor. All right, and Captain Salty? Sure. My name is Captain Salty. I'm not a content creator. I was a content creator, but uh, yeah, I have a, a huge history with Dead by Daylight. Played since the beta, uh, the beta. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty frustrated with the current version of the game. That's why I'm here. <laughs> All right, yeah, no problem. And in regards to myself, so I'm Jalo. So I've been a content creator probably about the same time as Potato. So I started around the end of January, start of February. So yeah, got a lot of ideas, got a lot of thoughts. I do quite enjoy the game. Hoping we give like quite a bit of a balanced opinion on there. So thanks for that, guys. So the first thing we want to speak about is obviously the hot topic at the moment is the binding of kin. So what's everyone's thought on the new chapter? I love the new killer, to be honest. Like the killer is really original. Like it's not even original killer like doctor or clown. It's really like the, the, the idea behind the killer. You're having two killers like a demon baby and quotes and like like a, a, a and her and the sister it's like really i i like i like the killer and when i get more iridescent charts i might main this killer because it's it's really fun and what i saw on the ptb uh the, the killer is fun to play and it's actually the first killer that has pretty good teachables after plague okay thank you for that yeah, I think I have to agree. Like when I went on the PTB and saw that we got a killer that we can control and have two different killers, especially one that's tiny with no tear radius. Um, playing with my friends, we got a lot of funny jump scares, and it was extremely fun to actually play. Um, and the fact that you can just flying drop kick him, the little one, makes it <laughs> yeah, seriously hilarious. Um, and another positive is the map changes. I think they look great. Um, especially Ormond, it's about time that map got some sort of rework. Um, but the negatives with that killer is I don't think they're going to be a very good killer. I just think there's too much to counter 
Victor at the minute. Yeah. And I'd like to see some changes done with that because let's be honest, the second you see Victor running at you, you're just going to go run in a locker or you can easily dodge his lunge yeah. and uh, give him a good old fly kick in the face. So. <laughs> And the problem yeah. I have with the, with that shit is that uh, Victor gets countered by so many things that other things in the game actually gets countered by. It's like Bia Barbecue and Chili gets countered by lockers. Victor gets countered by lockers. Like the yeah. in another case, it's like if you have Victor on your back, you can still go to the hedge, which is like what's the point of that actually? Like it's like they have to either remove the hedge or make it so that bear traps still trigger if they try try to go to the hedge and Victor is still keeping them off the hedge. You know, it's like. The hatch is far too strong. Like, and if you have a key, you can still use it, even if you have like, a Victor on your back. Which is yeah. like, what is the point of this? This whole mechanic of, of stopping from leaving the exit gates. Like, one guy that gets the hatch will get out of the trial immediately, even if he has a Victor on the back. Which is like a kind of design mistake by chance. But maybe they fix it. Maybe they do something about it. Because right now, Victor is too easy to counter. counter. I don't even understand why you're not able to leave the exigate. Like, because if you have Victor on you, you could just run up to the end of the exigate and killer hits you out. It, it literally yeah. does not matter. Yeah, that's it. Um, that's, that's what I've found as well. I mean, I've when I've looked, I do. I I think it's probably safe to say everybody probably agrees that the concept's really, really good in regards to the two different killers, the powers, things like that. However, yeah, I I made some notes before coming on, and I I put on there's like a few changes that need doing to him. Uh, kidnapping Victor, I I put that down. Uh, I played a game the other day, and that's one thing. I my sole purpose in the PTB that game was just to kidnap Victor. Now, it was fine because the killer just chased me around, and unfortunately, you know it's like in the PTB, you end up with every rank going, you know, playing alongside you. So the team didn't really capitalize on it, but I kept the killer busy for quite a while purely because the killer was like, I want Victor back. So when you're playing against like red rank players and definitely survive with friends, I think that's definitely going to be one of the counters that I need to look at. Now, obviously you mentioned as well, uh, Captain Salty, about lockers. So yes, that's another thing. But if you remember, guys, uh, Blight was quite different as well on the PTB, wasn't he, when he first came out? Yeah, yeah Blight barely yeah. worked. Yeah, so they've done the change. So hopefully, the change makes some changes to them. Uh, one, I think they probably need to put on a little timer on how long you can stay on a survivor for, because obviously the first reaction of survivors is going to be to try to take them off, but the good survivors are going to be like, okay, we'll keep them, and you've got no powers now. So mm. that was one of the changes I thought. Any other changes that you would have that you would suggest? I, a recall I... mechanic would be pretty nice. Just. Press yeah. MC whenever you want and you have him back. Dude, give Victor access to perks, man. Like he's just a perkless thing that is it's far too far too difficult to hit the lunge. It's far too difficult. And if you miss it, they kick you immediately. If you have like if if you would work with like Iron Maiden would be fucking great because this, the, the only thing that counters him is like lockers and like like kidnapping. And if Iron Maiden would work with Victor, it would be pretty awesome. And it's not even too strong because it's hard to hit with Victor anyway. Yeah, so there's a few things that you could put down there to say, okay, we can have a look and would this work, would that work? So hopefully the devs work on that and change them. I believe he's due to be out 
two weeks on Tuesday, possibly. I might, I might be wrong with my date. I don't know if anybody else knows any different. Um, but it'd uh, be nice to see. First of December. First of December, correctly. right. Right. So hopefully they'll make some nice changes to him there. One thing that was mentioned there was about the perks. So I think someone said about the perks being strong. So let's talk about his perks. So the twins perks, you've got harder, oppression, and how do you pronounce it? Is it coup de gras? Is it coup de gras? Coup de gras. Coup de gras. Yeah. Right. So what do you think about those then, guys? Yeah, oppression like is pretty cool. Pretty catch, but I, I think it might be too weak because it's just the the normal regression of a generator. And I think ruin is weak, even though it's double the regression, but still I think ruin is weak. And oppression just like regresses three other generators in the area. So it's it's a cool idea, but I think it's like Zen regression timers are already too weak and eighty seconds of a cooldown is far too far too much on this effect. On the oppression. Yeah, All but right. the, but the idea is cool because it's another like gen regression slowdown perk where you can actually go with Michael Myers full gen regression because he needs that to get started. And uh, yeah, it's like it's another gen regression perk that you could pair with search something pop goes to weasel. It doesn't work with pop goes to weasel, but it's like just another regression so you can stop yeah. the survivor from doing gens. Yeah. I actually think it's a great perk because obviously um, it's a great substitute for Ruin. If you're sick and tired of having Ruin cleanse very early game, even with Undying, you get those games where your totems just fly off the map so quickly. And it's a great counter for that. So you've always got it there in your arsenal. It never goes away. And the fact that it makes uh, difficult skill checks for the other gens while they're still on it yeah. is a great source of information as well. And... I, when I was in the PTB and I was on comms with Swift, um, we had a free gen very close to each other. And I'd kick it, and they'd always miss the other skill checks. And it was just, I had so much control over those free gens, even though they were quite yeah. far apart. Because within the 80 seconds, it does feel like a long time, but the time you chase somebody away or hook somebody else, you've got it back again. So mm. I can see it being very, very good um, as a great substitute for Ruin. For sure. But in general, isn't it just like the, 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 the difficult skill check that you would get from Overcharge and that, that perk is crap? It's... Yeah, but when it's sort of out of the blue, out of nowhere, because you don't know when the killer is going to kick the gen, it does catch people off guard, and it's going to take time for people to get used to it. It certainly, it certainly caught me off guard when I was in the PTB, yeah, because I, I didn't even see the killer kick that gen, and obviously when I'd went to uh, jump back on it, the difficult skill check, yeah, took me by surprise. It's a great oh. source of information as well, especially if you're running surveillance. Like, you know which gens you've kicked, thanks to surveillance giving you information if they're not on it. And if they are on it, hopefully the skill check does its job and informs you anyway. So it's a mm. great source of information as well as progression. I'm just happy that I don't have to run Ruin because I hate Ruin. I, I always hated it, but it's like because it was... Either it was cleansed in 15 seconds or it carried you. Because the survivors couldn't find the flying totem, you know, it's like I don't like ruin. I don't rely. I don't want to rely on on pure RNG if it if survivors are not able to do my gens, and that's why I hate overcharge as well. Because overcharge is not even not only weak, but only RNG, also RNG. So, yeah, I hope oppression is like really good and replaces 
ruin on a lot of builds because I'm tired of seeing and ruin and dying. Yeah, that's a new meta pack now, isn't it? The cooldown on oppression should be reduced to 60 yeah. seconds, but I guess we'll have to wait and see uh, how that might pan out with uh, the perks. Like you said, Surge, for example, it could be pretty strong with surveillance as well. So I think it needs a buff, but I don't want it to just be super powerful to the point where it's in every single game. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's. I think sometimes the devs do come in for criticism. I, I know I don't know what everyone's thought about and we'll probably speak about it later but it is quite a hard balance now because you're right in what you're saying there is that it's easy enough to say let's reduce the cooldown a lot but then it's got to balance out and not be too powerful i'm taking it harder then nobody sees any value oh, in that i i actually I, love I think it's a great distraction for survivors because obviously you do want them to do other objectives and the fact that they can't, I don't know, I don't actually know the maths, you might have to correct me here, but I don't know if they can 100% still get a key with uh, Plunderers. I don't know if it literally reduces the odds so badly that it's literally impossible. But I think it's a great secondary objective, and it's great information as well. And if you tie that up with Franklin's, I think that could go really well as well. Oh, the, the best troll perk in the game, like survivors, you have, you have an item, you like your items, ha, they are gone, you know, it's like... The, the whole point of this perk is like pretty much just screw survivors and that uh, they try to be greedy and try to get this value from the from the items and it's funny like just just because of this perk like i would run this perk just to <laughs> screw with survivors a bit <laughs> yeah it yeah. also sort of replaces uh territorial imperative because <clears throat> if someone goes down to the basement to search a chest you'll know right away yeah and uh, if you're playing a killer like cannibal you can just lock that down right away so yeah, it's very nice. Plus, at the beginning of the game, one of the first things I always do as a survivor is look for a chest and see what I can find. So, I definitely see its uh, its use in the meta. Definitely mm. to just find survivors. Yeah, I agree with that. Ah, so it's unanimous then. So everyone seems to like that one. And the last one is the one with a lunge attack. So up to one hundred percent lunge attack. Has anyone tried it yet? I never got a chance to try it on the PTV. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, unfortunately, it is bugged. It's supposed to only be basic attacks, not special attacks. So Demogorgon's extra lunge isn't supposed to be a thing. <laughs> it's all right though. I mean, if you think about it, you have to lose a generator just for one, you know, just for one lunge attack. And I don't think that's worth the loss of yeah. an objective. Yeah, sure. um, yeah, I agree. It's a cool idea. I like that it's using tokens. I like what it's doing. I just think the way you get those tokens is not exactly ideal. Yeah. I think a and... simple solution to that would be if totems were cleansed as well, get a token or a chest is searched, oh, yeah. get a token. Because yeah. it's, it's two, like, as you say, five lunges and you may whiff and then you're in trouble. You've just lost that perk. So, you know. So it's very reliant. It, it, what we're saying is basically it's not worth the, what you're losing to get the tokens with that one. Right. It's sort of like cruel limits where you need to rely on the survivors to complete their objective for you to get the buff. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> and it's basically Bitter Murmur has a better mechanic because you lose a gen, but then you see the auras of the people that did the gen. So it's like, if you compare that with like what you have to lose to gain information, it's far better than to the graph. And like like someone said, you have to whiff. You maybe you whiff a lot, and then it's gone. So you have to either stop lunging, and you use your lunge for a certain situation where you need this big lunge, and 
try to not play a killer with lunge ever and it's not possible sometimes you have to get them in the window you can't just normal hit them you have to lunge and then you waste a big lunge on the normal lunge you know it's like the the moments where you can actually use that that long lunge are limited and it depends on the map and a lot of indoor maps it's like pretty bro shit in my opinion it's fun but shit right right okay so uh, I don't know about you guys, but um, I'm usually a killer main, but I do have started playing Survivor quite a lot lately, enjoying it. So, Elodie, I think that's how you say her name. So, what do you think about a new Survivor then, especially her perks? So, one of the perks in particular for me really stands out, but what do you guys think? Oh, I know which one. It's the locker one. The it's locker one? Be. The one where she can um, pretend to jump in a locker. Yeah, yeah. That perk is absolutely fantastic. I can see so many people winding killers up with it, especially on a jungle gym. Um, <laughs> when you run around the bend where the pallet is, there's normally a locker there. So if you use that on it, and you've got no scratch marks the next couple of seconds, tie that in with quick and quiet, vault the window, the killer will think you're in the locker, um, you're long gone. Yeah. So it's it, it, there's some great value out of it for sure. It's definitely a fun perk, and I, I think Survivor side needs more fun perks like Deception uh, and Head-On. Just more interesting things to do that isn't necessarily helping you in chase directly or letting you repair gens faster. I think a perk like Deception is needed just for the fun aspect of the game. It's a really good supporter perk, to be honest. It's like if you don't want to get fined by the killer and you want to drag the killer towards the location, but make sure that he doesn't find you, it's a perfect perk. It's If you want to play like a, a stealthy build or like a more supporter build that tries to save the teammates and to bait the killer towards your position, it's a perfect perk. It's like if I can I can see it on like a take with tap. A detective tap uh, build that is like just to trying to support the team as much as possible by baiting the killer it's basically a pebble yeah in another situation so what do you guys think about power struggle then so power and, struggle is and, a perk where uh you if you recover a certain amount if a killer walks through a pallet while he's carrying you you can drop the pallet on them i mean firstly has anyone managed to use it without having like uh, survivor friends or uh, kill your friend scenario it's basically a destrike strike if, if the killer picks you up at the pallet. Yeah, but there is a slight wiggle timer, isn't there? So you can't just instantly do it. I mean, if you yeah. combine it with a flip-flop, it is. And you can do it in yeah. tenacity. You can crawl faster and do a flip-flop. It's a combo. You have to use three perks to make this perk broken. But alone, this perk is shit. But if you combine that with flip-flop and tenacity, that's pretty much the best perk in the game. I will say it. I, I don't know if I agree with that because... Um... A lot of the time, as me as killer anyway, um, I pick someone up immediately. I don't like to slug ever unless I'm forced to. And I, I get it that flip flop could work with it, but it's gonna be a very rare situation where a survivor has died on a pallet and you're forced to sort of leave them. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah, that's very situational. Plus, like yeah. you gotta think, who as killer walks through a pallet while you're carrying a survivor? Like, never. like I try my best to avoid it now. Yeah. Unless it's a pallet that you absolutely have to walk through, you just walk around. Yeah, yeah. So I, that... I don't think this perk is going to be that big of a problem, and it probably won't get used very much because of that. See, my understanding of this perk, I, I thought the same. I was like, well, which killer's going to walk through a pallet with you? 
You know, I, I did think exactly the same, but the only then thing I thought was actually a counter recovery on the floor as well. Exactly. And that's, and... And, and that's where I think, and I, I get what you're saying, so I know Potato, you mentioned, you know, you don't slug. So I don't particularly slug myself. However, if I'm playing, if I put it myself in a situation of being with against a survivor friends and the survivor falls in between the pallet, I'll bait the pickup. I'll then check around. I'll make sure nobody can come and slam my pallet. Um, I think it can be very powerful in that instance. But like you said, Tataria, it, it's it's going to be very situational in, in that sense. But I can see it being strong in that scenario. But that's just like one scenario out of however many games you play and however many times you come across like a really good Survivor Friends team. Yeah, but you have to understand, like, how often does it happen when you chase a survivor and you don't respect pellets and then you hit you through hit them through the, through the pellet and yeah. then they drop the pellet uh, too late but they still get hidden down in this moment they will stay at the pellet so you can't pick them up if they run this perk and you pick them up you get punished for that because you, the pellet still drops on you even though no one is near near the the pellet to drop it which is then it's a problem because then it's a pretty much a second destroyer yeah i think that's one of those uh, power strokes. i think it's going to be one of those that will we'll have to watch and see because i remember like for example when ruin got uh nerfed everyone was like oh we're never going to use ruin again you know it's devalued it and then now it's become the meta pair again because every you know most of the videos you watch now it's like undying and ruined together so i think power struggles definitely i've got a funny thing it's going to be one of those to watch but i don't even know if it's going to be very strong but i can just see it working with that survival friends aspect so on to the next thing then so and it's already been mentioned but maps i know for anybody that watches my channel normally i'm the first to hate almonds i hate as soon as i see the offering because that's normally how it ends up or end up on it i'm like oh for god's sake almonds what do you think of the new maps i, I love I ormond yeah i've always loved ormond which is you know kind of weird for people to hear oh, really yeah I'm killer main and i love ormond but I'm a sucker for snow maps, okay? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, New Ormond looks great, plays great. I love that the lodge, There's you can actually have two gens spawn inside the lodge. Right. Uh, which is really cool. Plus, uh, there's a new window uh, vault location on the second floor. So if you run the killer through that window vault, you can go down and then there's a pallet to like the left at the drop. And so you can use that as a loop. It's, it's a really well-designed map now. It's a lot more fair. Exactly. Oh, the only powerful part in this map now is the main building. And as a killer, you never chase in the main building anyway. Like on most maps, like Blood Lodge, you don't go into the main building at all. <laughs> it's like you don't go. Or like you you are in uh, Crotus Pren Asylum, you don't chase in the main building. That's like a rule for killers. And now Ormond has this main building that is far too strong to chase there. So, But the rest of Ormond now is pretty much dead. Like they added a lot of more dead zones. They added tables and chairs that just stand there being like obstacles, but not really safe loops. They reduced the amount of safe loops. The map is actually fair now. If you try, if you manage to dodge the, the main building as far as much as possible, you won't be like suicidal attempted after you're playing Ormond now. That's certainly good to hear. That's certainly good to hear. I played it. I, I didn't play much on this PTB, to be honest. It was um quite strange because normally i put in like quite a few hours in the ptb but this is nothing against the new killer or survivor or anything it was just 
circumstances where things like that but I think I played almonds twice and I was like yeah it's changed a lot for me there was one particular thing I noticed was three gens spawned quite near each other and I was like this is unusual for almond because normally they're so spread out you have no chance of getting to to and from them that's actually not true if you look at the map site like on the on the um, map graphic you can see that the, that there is like a really good free gen around the main building of old almond it's just like a bit closer but if you just close uh, be if you just focus on those closer to the main building you get the free gen if you go for the corner ones you lose the free gen but there's actual free gen it's just not like really close but it's like kind of close together if you compare it to the rest of the maps so there was always a tree gen but the thing is like uh they were all in really safe locations because everywhere was a pallet or uh, like a jungle gym or like the maze yeah. tiles that were broken on this map but now they are gone like they added the, like a truck door thingy where you can't loop on like you can't go on this you can just run around it it's not the safe loop it's just like the bloodlust loop when you just like follow the the trail and then then you get to bloodlust you will catch a survivor immediately he can't drop pellets anymore they reduce the amount of pellet of this map this map is now i would say it's a balanced map and you are not like saying if you play clown you immediately lose this map yeah. it's just like you have you think you have a chance now well that's certainly good that is certainly good to hear so as i say i didn't get much of a chance to to try it so Definitely not follow that. What do you guys think of Auto Haven then? I honestly didn't get a chance to like run around the maps and actually check the tiles, but they look good. <laughs> I'm a really huge fan of the graphics and I just think it looks a lot better in general. Even in low quality, it kind of feels like you're playing medium to high. Yeah. So, I, I absolutely hate new Auto Haven. I, I think oh, the no. tiles, they look great. The models are great, but the lighting is god awful. I hate it so much. It's so dark and unnatural. I hate it. The worst thing about the new Auto Haven maps is that it's green. And like Blended and now Zarina can hide there really well. And you can't you can't find them. Because the whole map is like the the all on the whole map is grass. Like why? Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a like a old like a wrecker's yard now. But it's still like it's far too dark and because of the grass all over over the map you can't find blendeds there anymore I think... like before, before it was like a worst map for blended now it's like one of the better ones yeah i think it, i mean that's it I, that's what i found so i played a few games on it and i did find it had a lot of grass areas which i'm sure potato as the uh resident yes. trapper man you will be loving that <laughs> yeah, i was just thinking that actually yeah 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 so perfect for trapper um I hear you about the green as well. It did seem, it, it, I don't know, I'm, I'm the same as Potato on this. I, I've actually really loved the updates to the maps. It's just like playing a new game for me when, when you get a new map update. Um, so I'm quite a big fan of what they've done, but there was something about Auto Havens that just didn't sit right. I don't know, I couldn't really put my finger on it. I'll wait till it comes out and uh, decide again then. But up until then, I was like, Hmm, this summer, I don't know. I don't know. I just can't put, quite put my finger on it. Uh, it could be like what you said in regards to the tiles, the, the colour. So we'll have to wait and see on that one. But I know, uh, the reason why I asked it is because I know in the community itself there's been a lot of, it's a bit like 50-50 at the minute with Auto Haven. There's a few people that like it and a few people that don't. So talking about the community, 
So we've seen lots of criticism of the game in regards to, especially with the Halloween events. So I don't know if you guys have been keeping up to date with that or seen any of the videos on YouTube. So what's your thoughts about Dead by Daylight at the moment? I think the game is honestly in the one of the best states it's ever been. It's just unfortunate that they're cutting corners when it comes to events and uh, and also like the release of new content. We're getting so many more bugs than we ever used to. And I really wish uh, we would get more consistent updates like once a week. Oh, here's a new hotfix. Um, that would go a long way just to make the game feel more consistent between updates because this last update broke like three different killers. <laughs> Yeah. And we, yeah. even on the live build right now, we have the Huntress bug where she just looks up. There's missing animations for wake up and mending. It's like, and the, the release of the exclusive cosmetics through the use of a bug, like, how did that even happen? Is QA sleeping? Like, they, surely they had to know that, right? It's, it, it's confusing. But I think in terms of game balance and overall quality of just gameplay, like excluding bugs in terms of what's in the game, I think it's actually really good. It's just that bugs and optimization get in the way of that. Yeah, yeah, it's well answered, to be honest. I think you probably think along the same lines as myself, but Potato, you... I kind of have to agree there. I think it's like the devs sometimes don't even seem like they care because some of these bugs have been quite atrocious. Yep. I, I mean, especially the survivor bug where you seem to share an animation with other survivors being hooked and you're literally stopped dead and you just get hooked out of nowhere mid-air while you're doing a gen i mean that should have been patched like immediately it's just they're too slow when it comes to fixing their bugs and problems and it's like we're not even rewarded or like compensated for it because at the end of the day this is a game we've all paid for but yeah i'd love to see more care and attention from them but in terms of the balance between killers and survivor i mean i still feel like the game is very survivor sided but as a killer main i'm always up for a challenge so the fact that it's you do get those games where it's really difficult it's enjoyable it's not like it's so it's not so one-sided that it's boring or irritating it's enjoyable as a challenge if that makes sense yes uh, yeah doesn't yeah, but currently sense, I'm really yeah. enjoying the game. Like I'm enjoying playing Killer more, and I'm starting to play Survivor a bit more as well. Um, but yeah, I'm currently enjoying the game where it is at the moment. All right, Captain Salty, any? I have a lot of things to say actually because I'm the more negative fool in this conversation. <laughs> I, I I think, and I would say it's like what I don't like is how how behavior uh, reacts to criticism. That's like an immature thing that like the, the people that were like complaining on the forums about this this eternal blight event that was like actually just a cash grab for cosmetics that you could not even get in game without grinding thousands of hours. Uh, it's like it's like they, they are rightfully they had like the right to criticize them because that's like that's been like that for a few years now. It's like the, the game feels like a better beta version of the game because it had bugs that should not be in the game. It it's, it doesn't feel like a final version of a game. It feels like more of a of a beta test version where they try to test things, but the, the game is four years old now or even five years. I don't know how long this game is out uh, actually. And and I lost I lost uh, I, lo I quite lost the time time on it. I am not I'm not the best in like remembering how old this game is. But it doesn't feel like a game should feel like after five years of development. 
And uh, about the balance issues, it's not even the problem of balances. The balancing issues are far deeper than people think. It's like, it's all about RNG. It's like, you can have like really good RNG when you go into the game and you get a map that is uh, balanced, not killer or survivor sided. And then you get like a really bad spawn. So survivors have to actually uh, look for, for possibilities to loop the killer around and then like killer feeds strong. But then you get on the map, on the same map with another RNG, and then the tile spawns next to another tile, and you have like three, three, four, three to four pellets on the same in the same uh, area, and then you like you just feel like horrible as a killer because you have to go through all those pellets and have to destroy those pellets. Uh, the the whole thing with the balancing is it's not survivor sided, it's not killer sided. It depends on luck, and that's like the thing. Uh, you can't predict how a match goes and you can't go in with an expectation of, oh yeah, go 4k or go 3k now. Uh, if you don't get any k, you will just pissed around because you can't do anything. It's just about the game, the game's RNG literally fucked you over the most of the time. And then the whole thing with perks that are far too powerful for solo queue survivors but are necessary to face survival friends that they don't uh, actually do something against survival friends that they split survival friends from solo queue which like makes the experience horrible and i'm like a person i like to challenge myself but i don't want to be get challenged and feel like i have no chance whatsoever the whole time if i get between like survivor uh, solo queue survivor that try to communicate uh, to coordinate without having voice chat available i feel like i dominate them but if i play against the survival friends i feel like i get dominated and that's like that should not be the case it should be like in the middle between of the, the things it should not be you get dominated or you're you dominate it's like you should should be an uphill battle in most of the times but it doesn't feel like that and that's the biggest thing and that's why people complain about things in the forums and to be honest, I can understand why people complain about Pax Undying because it's a bullshit perk should not be in the game because it just completely screws over solo queue survivors while it is like laughable for survival friends. We really need um, the developers to take three months off just to fix the game, just to fix bugs and optimize and, yeah. and to, like you say, you know, look over you know, RNG and how tiles are laid out. Because it is absolutely true. You can have a game where it's super survivor-sided and killer-sided, then the next time it's really balanced. Um, you know, take three months off, no new content, just fix a bunch of bugs. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are too familiar with PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, but you know, I think it was a year or two ago, they uh, had this whole Fix PUBG campaign where they, instead of putting out new content, fixed a lot of bugs, optimized the game a little bit more, and uh, improved their servers. I think we need something like that to happen to Dead by Daylight. No, oh, that's interesting because I, I didn't know about the PUBG thing. But yeah, I mean, because that, that gets mentioned a lot, and I think I mean from my point of view, because obviously, um, you know, I do play the game a lot, like how we all do. Uh, I do love the game. I mean, you know, I don't dislike the game or anything, but. I, I hear what you're saying about the bugs. So one thing I brought up, I did bring up another video and I mentioned about bugs and I was like, I was trying not to be too critical because I think the devs do a good job at certain things, but the like I said about with the bugs, it's pretty inexcusable. Like for instance, the one that stands out for me is the hill bug. You know, that went on for so long and the amount of people that were getting stuck in these hills, you know, and it was just like, 
Okay, that should be something like like you touched up upon where that should have been done within a week or so, but it took about three, four weeks before that got fixed. So there is little things like that. In regards to the balance of the game, um, where I find the biggest imbalance is in the Survivor Friends. Yeah. Now, I enjoy playing Survivor Friends. I, I never go on comms though, so I always, if I play with people from the channel, we might do it on a Sunday. Obviously, on a Sunday, they'll, there is sort of comms there because they'll be watching my stream with it. Um, but in regards to when we're doing it off stream, we don't do comms because I'm like, well, actually, I still want the game to be a bit of a challenge. And you're going to learn all the, you know, the best ways to do things. You can't always rely on comms. But that, for me, is probably one of the biggest things at the moment. However, what do you guys class as a victory when you're playing as killer? Just if I have fun. <laughs> I like fun. I had the chance to win <laughs> if I had like, fun. Yeah. No, I always have to win. 3K and I don't care about the last kill hatch. I don't care. Like if they get hatched, they get hatched. It's fine. Yeah. In my so, opinion, it's like if I get 2Ks, but I felt like I had no fun whatsoever because I was behind the whole game and they were like trolling or, or bullying me, I was like say I have no fun, even though I got 2Ks. If I got 4Ks, but the, the, my, the, the opponents I was facing, they were potatoes. I was like, uh, not really fun. Like, you know, it's like just the, the usual deal of, of be playing killer. I want something in between and that rarely happens. Yeah, you see, um, like I don't really play to win. I typically use meme builds on killers and survivors. So, you know, I'll use like Frank's mixtape on Legion or iridescent flesh and, and speed limiter on Bubba. <laughs> I, I'm just there to have a good time. Um, and on Survivor's side, you know, I'm there to pick up pallets. I'm there to heal teammates really fast or just use a bunch of active ability perks at once. I don't tend to, like, I guess the word would be to, like, play to win. Um, just because that gets really tiring. And I don't want to always throw a fit or get upset when I don't win. You know, I don't get four kills. Oh, darn, they used a key. Oh, I'm being worried. Like, I don't care. It's in the game. Yeah, same. I don't mind. If I get worried, I'm like, yeah. Probably he had the half, half time in the last few games when he got bullied by survival friends. I can understand him, and I was like, sometimes when I face survival friends, and I notice right in, the, in when when I'm actually playing the game, and I notice they are survival friends, I was like, why did I bring a Mori? Why didn't I bring a Mori? Why should I like fight that again? And then they sent you to Ormond, and you're like, fuck you, I hate you. Like it's like. <laughs> That this offering is actually in the game is like the bit the biggest bully in the game. Like this op offering for this map should gone should be gone, and just make the the matchmaking random and that you get to Ormond randomly that you can't get sent to it because to get the, the map is so killer like absolutely killer fuck up for uh, you fuck the killer just with this map and it's like it doesn't feel like you're playing a game anymore because you feel like you're getting bullied in school just by seeing this map and that's why that's how i see the games like some some maps are like if they actually bring offerings for the map it's like why do you need to try hard why can't you just play on auto haven or like every other baron balance map in the game why do you have to bring the bros broken map for killer uh, for survivors against the weaker killer why can't you just they have to remove the offerings to be honest, like the, not not only Ormond, but like make the the whole thing more RNG, but 
but then it's like you can't predict where you go so you can't play, play take balance landing if you know if you don't know you get to head and field you don't take balance landing because if you get shelter woods you're you're tucked because there's no like thing you can jump from and activate balance landing and it's like all those perk combinations all those builds get really fucking broken on certain maps but if you can't request maps anymore that would like be more fair in, in general like sometimes you get the killer favorite map by random matchmaking and sometimes you get sent to survivor sided map but no one requests it so survivor friends don't have the uh, advantage of actually like making the killer even weaker than he already is it's interesting it's interesting you said that now see that was something that used to really bug me as well so it used to be like okay so i've just had a i've literally actually had a game a day so i just loaded up the game quickly and i had a daily ritual hit four survivors when they're intoxicated by the clown's bottles so i was like okay let's go clown now i went against a team that had object that sent me a cauldron farm they had all obviously the meta packs and they were a team they were teabagging at every opportunity but then i sat there and i thought actually now that i've been playing survivor more and it's interesting because you mentioned this captain salty you know you don't mind being worried because that team might uh that killer might have had a few rough games do you ever think that it could be the other way around as well so i sat there and i thought you know what i've played a survivor and i've had a horrendous run sometimes where i've just been you know sometimes one game the other day i got like 5k in it and i was like oh my days like this has gone tragic so there could be a case as well that survivors have the same issue that actually they've gone through killers that are camping killers that are tunneling killers that are mooring them and they go actually you know what we want to have a chance in this game let's put that offering on so could it could be balanced out like that i think sometimes that's worth thinking about that's why i say it's like it, it's just um, you could of course you could project that to the other side as well i i saw that like i was like i had really good games where i where, where both parties had fun like killer had like really was really good wasn't bullied by anyone just because we played solo queue survivors and stuff and then in the next game you got the hunters of evil head the evil descent head heads oh, and uh yeah. mori and you're like i didn't do anything to this guy but probably that guy was actually getting bullied by survival friends on Hanfield or colvin farm or like ormond before and i can understand that but the, the thing is if you play solo queue you don't bully anyone because you're just like you're getting it's it's just like it depends on who you who you get in your team and in solo queue it's like you can chase a killer for 30 for for one two three minutes and you're teammates are in the basement and camping the the the, the chest in the basement instead of doing gens and they're like i can't yeah. do anything more than that and yeah. that's why people are pissed about killer bringing maurice because solo queue is awful solo queue experience is awful already and yeah. that's the thing that that behavior has to fix they can't balance the game around killers being able to face survival friends but then absolutely annihilate so, uh, solo queue survivors and uh, even if you have like top tier solo queue survivors, a top tier killer will beat them because lack of communication. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Okay, so all right, so it's going to lead me on to the next question. What we've just been talking about. So tell me one bad thing you dislike about the one thing you dislike about the game that you would change. Let's remove bugs from the equation. So in an ideal world, the devs have 
went and fixed every bug going. What's one thing you'd like to change about the game if you had the powers to do so? In custom game, uh, let you select how many killers and survivors are in the match. Yeah, so nice. you could have like two, three killers against like one or like nine survivors, let's say. Just it's in a custom game. You're not hurting anyone. It sure it might be buggy or really poorly optimized in that scenario, but it would be a lot of fun, and a lot of people would do it with their friends. Yeah, I agree. That'd be quite. That would be quite interesting. Say that the eight versus two uh, would would balance survival friends a bit because you have a second killer that that can actually uh, help you applying pressure on a coordinated team. It would fix survival friends, but like they won't do it because uh, the first thing I would say what they should do with is like giving you a notification when you fight against survival friends. Because if you are not ready to get bullied, that you can just stop playing this and can go to the never queue. But the thing is, queue time on killer is actually pretty garbage sometimes, and you don't want to sit in queue forever just because you dodge a game with survival friends because you get four survival friends in a row. That actually have flashlights, key, and stuff, and then bring offerings. And if you like play two games around in the row, then you when you get bullied by a survivor friend, the game is just not fun anymore. Like you have to you you have to make a break. And I don't want to make a break because I want I play games because I enjoy them. And and if you if it's just like this this whole thing is like the whole thing has to be optimized around solo queue survivors that the game goes back to the roots where you have like you don't know who's in your team you don't know who, who uh how's the play style uh what is the play style of the guys that are in your team and the killers alone itself so the killer can't be carried by another one because he has to learn the game by himself so why should survivors be able to get carried by the teammates if they can't play the game by themselves and they should balance the round that the game around actually being solo with other people that actually playing solo but the thing is, there are not that many solo survivors, which is why in queue times you actually face one solo queue survivor and then a free stack survivor friends. And that free stack survivor friends then uses comms and has the advantage again, which makes the killer games harder than it should than it should have than they should be. Well, I think, uh, but the, I think the whole thing around this is like they have to make basic things that are good in the game, not work for survivor friends like offerings. Uh, such some items like keys keys and solo queue are fine like i can understand when i bring keys because they want to finally maybe get the daily done when they have to survive like four times and they bring keys but when if survive with friends bring keys that's toxic as fuck okay so what is the one thing you would change and you can only change one <laughs> uh disable the basic things like offerings and items specific items if you are in the survival friends deck yeah so i was just about to say I, again i put it on the same video when i i think the video was called is dead by daylight dying it was actually in response to Tariko who'd put the video up about the numbers of people um stopping playing dead by daylight things like that. i'd actually think the figures were very skewed and they were there to serve a narrative now i understood where Tariko was coming from and i you know i've come across space coconut as well and i understand where they're coming from but i think sometimes you've got to balance it out uh, but what i'd put in that video is yeah my suggestion would be in i'm going to answer this in regards to survivor friends in regards to survivor friends i think they should have like community perks so if a game recognizes this for you run, then not everyone can put this ice of strike on. Not everybody could put unbreakable on. So you'd only get so many 
per, per team. I don't know the logistics behind it or anything, but I thought that would something that would make a fair because I think Survivor Friends is here to stay. I don't think they'll ever get rid of it because it's a popular option for the for players, you know, and they've got four people that are playing together. It's fun. That was my idea, but okay. So I hear you're on that, Captain Salty. So potato, one thing you'd like to change about a game? I f- mine's quite simple actually. They took something away from us and I, because of MMR, and I want it back. I, I want the ability. When I'm in a lobby with survivors to change my killer, yeah, I there is no reason right now for that to still not be a thing. Obviously, I understand with MMR what they were trialing, which was an absolute failure. Um, but right now, you, as I said, this would also help counter survivor friends, like and encourage killers not to lobby dodge, because not I'm not the best with every single killer in the game. There are certain killers that I really struggle with. And if I see a team with a tag name and I know they're going to absolutely annihilate me, I want to be able to switch quickly to Trapper or Legion so I have a fair chance. I'm yeah. not going to avoid it, but I want to have a chance to come at them with my best killer because they're coming at me with their best perks and yeah. best team. So it's only fair that I also get that option. But right now, currently, I have to leave then pick the killer and then ready up again and wait for five years yeah. to rejoin. Well, I like, might not get them. It's funny you should say that because that was my suggestion as well. So I think as two killer mains, I think we probably agree on that. And that was the thing I was going to say as well for my behalf is that I want to be able to change killers. Now, my thinking behind it was, and I know you put a video up today about the streamer, you know, and we started talking about it in the server. And I was like, you know, it's, it's a shame because I'll go into a lobby and I'll see a Twitch streamer then. I'll be like, I wish I could pick my strongest killer. <laughs> start and play against them you know yeah. and it's it's happened and I, as i say i don't know if you've seen the thread because we, we were literally typing it up about half an hour before we started this podcast and yeah i'd put on there that i haven't played certain streamers with my best killer and i'm always playing thinking man i wish i could go freddy man i wish i could go this and i'm the same as you i don't understand why it hasn't changed back because i think it's a serious disadvantage to the killer i don't want to lobby dodge so if I see someone in there and I think, oh, look at this, and I've got a streamer on, or I've got someone from Twitch or YouTube, and I'll be like, I want to change my killer. But it's the same with the perks as well. So I haven't, I recently changed over, so I keep saying recently, but I changed over from Xbox to PC. Now, I haven't got all the perks and all the killers. So for instance, when I see a team with a key, Sometimes I will play Franklin's because I'll be like, you know, that key's going to really put me off. I'm going to make them drop it. But I can't at the minute because I might have loaded in with a killer who doesn't have that option. I haven't got that perk unlocked on him yet. That's That would be mine as well. So that makes two of us that said that. So hopefully we can get some sort of message back to them. Maybe we'll start a little campaign. Hashtag... Another thing that I would say, uh, change if, if it's not for Survivor Friends is that they should remove the perk ranks because they are absolutely pointless. Now that you have 70, like 78 perks or uh, more, that, that makes more point to have perk ranks anymore. Like in the beginning, I can understand why they had them, but now it's just like tedious grind. And if you, especially if you are like me, that lost his old account and have to start new and uh, like lost two and a half K hours of playtime with no perks, Having to grind them all to start and pretty much having to 
work with what you have is pretty obnoxious. And if you level a character to 40 to all get all the teacher builds, then level your main that you want to have the perks on, it's so hideous and they don't you do it. Like they would, they could cut it in half just removing the perk ranks. Like with the uh, discordance nerf, it, wasn't, it, it wouldn't have been necessary if they just removed the perk ranks. Like yeah. the discordance wasn't even like that fucking strong. Yeah. It didn't work against organized survival friends that just split on, on each gen, like going for solo gen all the time with toolboxes and brand new parts. Yeah. It doesn't it didn't work. It didn't trigger against really good survivors because it didn't stack on on gens. But still they have to change it because they wanted uh, people to use the, the, the third rank of the perk, which is absolutely stupid because there's no point of actually having them in the game anymore. Which that, that would be a second thing. Uh, if not for the survival friends uh, balance change that I would well like them to change because it's just yeah. pointless. No, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, Perks is going to be another week, so I won't talk too much about them because I think we can probably spend an hour alone, probably a day, talking about talking about Perks. So <laughs> just yeah. to wrap things up then, because I know I'm, I'm taking up your time now, so I don't want to take up too much more. Let's end on a positive then. So we've said what we'd like to change about something we dislike tell me one thing you really like about the game that's currently working different killers they all play different if you know how to play them uh, and you can actually have different builds on every killer and make them work because pick is a staff killer can be played as a stiff killer can also be played as a chasing killer can also be played as a territorial killer which with the bad traps and then uh, like patrolling all the boxes and make sure that people that should not get the helmet off don't get the helmet off. It's so much like alone of pick. I can only say alone on pick. It's like to have so many builds that you can use because pick is not meta. So you have the the choice of what you want to do with pick. It's, it's like people don't know how to play against pick yet. Like different um, uh, different builds of pick. Yeah. Like people know they can loop pick because she has no anti loop whatsoever. Uh, which despite the, the ambush mind game at like unsafe pallets in general but like at, at jungle gyms at longer long walls she's like stupid she's stupidly weak but that's like why i think all the killers have different abilities and different play states and uh, killers like nurse and spirit are a mistake yeah okay so you're saying pig Pigs, what you like about the game? Okay. And all the all the other killers, like that. Every other killer is like a certain different hero the variety. Yeah. So the different. Yeah. So the killer variety. That's certainly something that keeps you coming back, and it does, for me, stops me getting bored. So I've went through when people say, "Who do you mean?" I'll be like, "Well, at the minute, it it was Freddy. I'm looking to someone else now." But that's a that's the thing I do like about the game is the fact that there is a lot of variety. We can always change over. Uh, conscious, obviously, potato. You mentioned that you know, even though you call potato legion, you main trapper. For me, I've got pyramid head as my icon, and I don't main him anymore. I main someone else. So that, that that's probably a good good thing, actually. Yeah. So, same question to you then. I kind of agree. I kind of like the diversity of the killers. Um, you never get bored with because if you do get bored of the killer that you play all the time, you can easily just swap over. For me, what currently is keeping me really enjoying the game is actually playing Trapper. It is so satisfying to put a trap down and just push a survivor into it and just give him a cheeky nod as you smash them to the floor. It's 
it's just satisfying and it's so much to learn like i've barely scratched the surface with this killer alone and i know other killers out there have got such complex powers that once you really dive into it like for example legion i didn't even know till very recently that if you get stunned with a flashlight you can vault and cancel your power and smack them instantly i know there's a word for that tech but i can't remember what it's called but yeah there's so much to learn with every single killer and every killer has got their own unique power and it's always fun to learn a new killer for sure and it's also fun to go against the killer as a survivor yeah yeah i agree okay tatari uh yeah just i mean player choice you get to choose how you want to play uh if you want to camp and tunnel every survivor you can do that if you want to bring a key you can do that if you want to bring the best perks in the game or the worst perks you can do that I think Dead by Daylight is incredibly accessible in terms of play style to the point where no matter what you want to do, you can do it. You can play however you want. I think that's really great. I agree I agree with all them points. I mean, as I say, I, I, think, I think the majority of people do, do enjoy the game. And it's, it is a shame because, as I say, we've brought up, even on this, you know, on this podcast alone, we brought up a few thing, issues that obviously frustrate people. But all in all, yeah, I mean... Again, I'm probably the same. I do like the diversity. I like the fact that I can play different killers. I got a bit bored of killers, so I switched over to survivors. At first, when I first played survivor, I was like, oh, I don't know why people play this. It's quite boring. But actually now I'm like, yeah, this is great. You know, so it is, it is, there is a lot of diversity in there. So I think we'll probably all agree on that one. I mean, one thing that I think, again, the devs get a bit of a hard time in regards to some of the criticism. But when I put out a video in response to Tariko, the I mean, obviously the main point that the video raised was that Dead by Day had lost 9,000 people you know, in one month. But actually, when we've looked at it, the in, I think in total it turned out was 6,300 players had dropped off in October. But they'd had such a big increase this year and it's been getting bigger every year. So hopefully that continues and hopefully the devs do what needs to be done. Uh, as I say, uh, take on board what you said about PUBG because I, I didn't even realise that. So that's quite interesting that developers can do that, can take a time out. So maybe that's something they'll do to fix all the bugs in the game. So on a final note, is there anything anybody else would like to add? I take that silence as a no. Not that I can think of, no. No. All right. So basically, yeah. So what I'll do, guys, I will... First of all, thank you for joining me. It's been really good to hear from you. Because as I say, I watch your channels. I speak to Captain Salty on messages, but I've never actually spoke to you in, in person. So it's been really good to speak to you all. By all means, if you want to join in at any point, I'm hoping to make this a weekly thing. So if you guys want to join in, by all means, feel free to come and join in. That's absolutely fine. In regard in this format, like I, I would be here every every week. Every week, yeah, yeah. And as I say, that goes that goes to you too as well, guys. If if you do want to join in, the, the more people, the better, really. And every week we'll have a different topic to talk about. But this week was about getting to know a bit about you and things like that. Again, I really appreciate the time out that you've put in into this and stay around in the server i've joined your servers hopefully we can just keep chatting to each other and we'll definitely have to get a game together at some point that's something we definitely have to do get a game together i know i'd mentioned it to you before but it's just like 
life just got in the way but it's definitely something i want to do and get some games together maybe some survivor friends we'll get all the meta perks on we'll take the keys and offerings for almonds and go make a killer's life hell <laughs> oh. <laughs> sounds like a blast <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah all right but thanks a lot guys